Hey everybody, welcome to a quick shot on the Martinis with Scott channel. Uh, coming to you today from a, a crappy hotel room in Dallas, going to a roofing show uh, with one of our portfolio companies uh, today. Looking forward to that, and then uh, maybe we'll try and get a show done with um, with that company, Roofers World. We did an episode earlier, uh, but today we're just going to do this morning. I'm just going to do a quick shot for you, um, and we're going to talk about. Uh, well, let me tell you a story. I have a daughter. <clears throat> she's um, she's six years old, a young daughter. And for her whole life, she has had, or as long as I can remember anyway, she's had nightmares um, about monsters and ghosts and this sort of thing. She is the kid least likely on the face of the earth to have any problems whatsoever. She's got everything going for her, this girl. Yet, there she is having nightmares. And um, so, uh, as a father, as a parent, uh, I did what I think almost everybody would do uh, that is logical is they would talk to their daughter and they would say uh, there are no such thing as monsters um, you have nothing to be scared of it's all going to be fine and give her a big hug and she would look at me like I was crazy did it help nope because you could tell she was thinking from the age of two or even one uh, you tell me there's no monsters but I'm definitely seeing monsters so maybe there's something wrong with me maybe there's something wrong with you it wasn't working <clears throat> so this went on for a few years and then I heard I think in a Jordan Peterson podcast <clears throat> excuse me um, that uh, there sure as hell are monsters and telling the child that there are no monsters um, isn't the way to go because there's definitely monsters uh, in their head so um, better to uh, help them with that so what I started doing was uh, turning the lights on and uh, looking in the closet and looking under the bed and doing those sorts of things and uh, threatening the monsters uh, on behalf of my daughter and did that have any impact yeah a little bit it was better than denying that they exist but it wasn't great a couple of weeks ago um, she had a nightmare and jumped into her parents bed and and we talked about it in the morning she said there was a monster and sort of by mistake, but in retrospect, it all makes sense. Um, I asked her what the monster looked like. And she told me, I said, ah. Oh. And I said, um, can you draw it for me? Let's draw the monster. And she said, sure, she loves to draw. <clears throat> I think in, um, in the normal course, she'd say, let's confront this, let's write something about it. What are you scared of? But she loves to draw and she's six, she's not writing stories. So she drew a monster and it was a real monster. It took up most of an eight and a half page uh, uh, eight and a half by 11 uh, page of paper um, had a lot of fur it was green it had two horns it had teeth it had big floppy ears had huge hands and huge feet it looked a little bit like Estelle from Hen Henry uh, Huggle Monster although it was green not blue and had horns and she drew it and uh, it, was a, it was a legit monster um, but it took maybe five seconds I wasn't expecting this and she looked at it and a little light went off in her head. You could just see it. And she said out loud, not even really to me, more to herself, she said, I think we're gonna be friends. And that was that. Uh, we decided to name the monster. She came up with the name Fuzzy. Um, she put it uh, beside her bed 
the picture that she had drawn. And when she went to bed last night, I said, say hi to Fuzzy to me, uh, for me. And she was excited to meet Fuzzy again in her dreams, which she did that night. She dreamed about Fuzzy and, uh, and she was happy. And she hasn't had a nightmare about monsters since. And it's been a few weeks. Um, so I thought that was an amazing story. I was thinking about it yesterday and it got me thinking about how is that relevant to trouble companies and to business management. And um, I don't know that it's directly responsible, uh, uh, relatable, but I think that it is. It is in the way that I approach uh, management anyways, because it, it, I always tell my staff, when we walk into a tr troubled company and to turn around, it's never a secret. Everybody always knows what's wrong with the company. They just don't think it can be fixed. There, uh, there's, there's fear, there's hesitation, um, the decisions are too hard and they don't jump in and start doing the things that they, they need to do. We don't need a consultant's report almost, almost never. It is, everybody knows the answer, they're just not doing it. So let me give you a uh, specific example. I've been firing people for 30 years um, and you know, you can call that a layoff, you can call it a firing for cause, you can call it a just, you know, we can't afford to pay you anymore. There's all sorts of reasons. So I don't want to use firing as a harsh word, but bottom line is I've been firing people for 30 years and not once in 30 years have I regretted uh, doing that in retrospect. Often I'm angst about going in and getting the job done. Often I'll, you know, delay a day or two longer than I should have. But in hindsight, 100% of the time, my feeling and the emotion of it is, wow, I wish I'd done that six months ago. Never once have I said, that, you know, I've jumped the gun on that or I shouldn't have let that person go. Never once. It's always a fear that stops you from, from doing the hard things uh, uh, more quickly and helping your business sooner rather than later. So, and you see that in trouble companies all the time. They just don't make that decision. So how, as a manager, can you overcome that? And, and my recipe, see if it works for you, my recipe is to attack, to attack both the logic and the emotion of it. The logic, I do myself a T-chart, so you draw a line on a piece of paper, line going down, because I'm an accountant. The left, the left side are the pluses, the right side are the negatives. If you're having troubles uh, dealing with this decision that you're trying to make, um, just write it down. Write down the pros, write down the cons, and the it's not so much about reading it after, but just the act of doing that helps you confront um, the issue that you're dealing with uh, from a logical point of view. <clears throat> and on the emotion side, I like to say shake the box, but just change your change your frame of reference, right? This is not about do I fire this person or not fire this person. This is about can I make this person happier in the long term, not today. They're obviously underperforming because something's wrong and it's a bad situation. Maybe they're a better fit somewhere else. Am I going to um, make the adult decision for them? They probably should have been leaving on their own account if it's an underperforming situation. Maybe it's a liquidity situation and you know, you're know you in a trouble company, you can't afford to pay them anymore. Am I doing the right thing by dragging this out until I go bankrupt and they miss their payroll check for work that they legitimately done. That doesn't seem like the right thing to do. Maybe I'm doing the right thing by letting this person go now. Another uh, thing that I have to think about regularly is, okay, I'm letting this one person go, but I'm saving the jobs 
of another 20 people over here um, because I've been cutting costs and this is just something I absolutely need to do or this company's gonna go under and no one's gonna have a job. Uh, in my career and at Sinclair Range, we define success by saving jobs. We don't define success by cutting costs and firing people, but sometimes you need to, you need to cut so you can save the core, right? And so that's a way to change your frame of reference to deal with the emotional side. Um, and remember, this is my mantra anyways, is that uh, the only decision, the only bad decision is no decision. Don't delay, face your fears, write them down, um, change your frame of reference so that you can make decisions easier and more quickly and, uh, and uh, succeed and win at business, which is what Martinis with Scott is all about. Have a great day.